gliding shapes that violate every law of nature. It's the Horror Foria Podcast. Hi, can I help you? John Richards and Andy Gilly are talking everything and anything horror movies. Welcome to the Horror Foria Podcast. It is Friday, November 8th, broadcasting live from our We're Running Out of Body Bag Studios. <laughs> it's episode 36, I suppose I should say that. I'm John Richards. And Andy Gilly working out until we die here. Because <laughs> it's a killer workout. It's a killer workout or uh, aerobicide. Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this one. I know you have. I know you have. But, <laughs> but uh, what do you got planned for the weekend? Um, well, we're staying in town. Um, probably just clean up the house. Not doing I might catch the movies, actually. I might, uh, I'm trying to get the doctor's sleep. Yeah. And um, maybe uh, catch some other stuff on uh, on demand. It's getting some great reviews, according to the um, yeah. to the audience, and the the critics are saying it's a really good movie. Stephen King apparently liked it. Oh yeah, he actually has a lot of praise. He yeah. said, didn't he say something to the extent of, um, you know, it made immense of where the Kubrick film just kind of fell short. That's correct. Something, something That's like correct. That? He, I think he kind of implied that it uh, shored up all the things that he didn't like about the uh, Kubrick film, which he famously does not like. I don't know. So. I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, if you're getting, yeah, in- we'll see. I, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be really interesting because they had to, I mean, they had to uh, placate two audiences here, the book and the movie, which are very, very different. Sure. And, uh, I think that uh, apparently they did a very good job of it. I, I guess they, they did a fantastic job of, uh, you know, satisfying fans of, of both uh, of those pieces of media. So, Well, I got to take Karina's son out. It's a, It was his 10th birthday on, uh, what was it, Wednesday. So happy birthday to Landon. Uh, we're taking him to WOW, which is an arcade place. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we're taking right him out here. there. Him and his friends are going to go play some laser tag. And cool. if I can catch a movie, I'm actually really interested to go see The Lighthouse. Oh, God. Did she? Did you hear the Straight Chilling guys review that? I did. I oh did. Oh my god! It it, it looks actually because it just looks beautiful. I, I love yeah. the fact that it is in black and white, and yeah, I'm still praising Midsummer. I mean, I mean it I, looks I, like I think you oh, can yeah, probably love... guess what my uh, my number one movie is going to be at the end of the in year. 2019. So. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Uh, getting back to the lighthouse, though. I mean, there's just a lot of jerking off and sex with sea creatures, mermaid genitalia. <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even know what to say about that one, except I need to see it after hearing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got me all that, fired up to go Yeah, see me it. too, man. I, I was like, eh, you know, I'll catch it whenever, but now I really want to see it. it uh, that sounds like a pretty interesting movie. <laughs> all right, so what are we looking at for horror movie news? All right, uh, I actually got a lot of horror movie news, I think, just to try to keep from talking about uh, Killer Workout just a little longer. But Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Life imitated art this week when Aisling Tucker Moore, who plays Valerie Foss in the upcoming independent horror film From the Dark, was charged with the murder of her uncle after wrapping up the shoot. Uh, well, no pun. After wrapping up the film where she commits a shooting that's very eerily similar in real life. Really? So I guess, I guess she shot her uncle because of, uh, I don't know, they had some kind of dispute or something like that. Apparently her character in this movie From the Dark, which is coming out, does something similar in the movie. Yeah. So. Just leave your work at work. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So the the film wraps up, and uh, then she gets charged with murder right after it. They uh, they asked the uh, producers of this movie if they had done any kind of background check. And they're like, no, we're, this movie is cheap. You know, we we didn't have money to do a background check. So uh, uh, anyway, that that was kind of interesting. Halloween Halloween Kills finished filming this weekend. Um, 
I guess the last weekend it would be. After only 36 days of shooting, the official Halloween Instagram and director Ryan Turek took to, to Instagram to announce that the filming has wrapped. Uh, of course, there'll be reshoots. Post-production film will be released uh, October 16, 2020. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I've actually, mm-hmm. and let's give us a shameless plug. The Horror Foria podcast is now on Instagram, so make sure you, right. uh, you you follow us, Andy. That's follow right. Us. Uh, yeah, I guess I, you know, and that was part of my news. So you took that away from me. Sorry, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Horror, Horror Foria has a new Instagram page. Go like that and see what we have to say on the gram. Uh, I think we'll be posting some videos there, and uh, I, yeah, right after we do the podcast, we'll uh, we'll do a little video which we'll put up. So uh, yeah. go follow us on Instagram. Try horror to get a little more horror movie news on the Facebook and and Instagram. If you follow us on there, so mm-hmm. that's great. So apparently, they're remaking Wrong Turn. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's that's more like it's like the hills have eyes, but yeah. in the woods, right? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of the, the, well, it was in West Virginia that much. I remember. Okay. And, uh, and I liked it. I, I remember, I think it's, what is it? A 2006 film? 2003? It's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be like mid 2000s. Or, yeah. Maybe right. mid 2000s. So the remake just finished filming too. Um, I don't know. I thought the original was pretty good. I don't really think I think it was due for a remake. But Mike P. Nelson, who had previously directed a movie called The Domestics, also took to Instagram to make the announcement. Uh, written by Alan B. McElroy, who also wrote the original. So maybe it'll be okay. Yeah, I maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think it's old enough to get a Well, that's kind of my feeling on it, too. And, and again, I thought the original really was pretty good. It didn't really need a... Uh, it was fine, but it had some weaker sequels to it. I think there were two yeah, other sequels to it. I think there were two other sequels, and I, I, I think I saw the second one, and it was kind of weak. So, uh, but yeah, the original one had kind of a, a Hills Have Eyes feel, and mm-hmm. it, it was, uh, it was a little bit similar, but different enough that it was, it stood on its own. It was, it was a pretty good movie, if I remember right. Yeah. March twenty first, twenty twenty one. Mark your calendar for. Get this, another Paranormal Activity movie. Oh, come on, man. Is it Blumhouse? <laughs> Look, the original movie is one of my top all-time favorites, yeah, right? Too. I mean, it really is. Uh, but I think we've gone down this well a few too many times now. Too and much. they are really going to have to do something different for the, for this one for me to see it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess there's not, uh, I, I don't know what uh, what they're planning here, if it's another sequel or what. But, uh, <laughs> you yeah. They're going to come out with another paranormal activity movie next year. I wonder how they're going to get that, uh, or two years from now, I guess. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to get the found footage this time. Uh, that was pretty contrived when it was in the 80s and on a VHS home uh, security system. That, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, yeah. I mean, it was just set <laughs> Nobody in my had hometown that. of San Diego, um, you know, just carrying a you know camcorders around and having right. having your you know, security cameras going and right. that's what made it brilliant. The first one was a masterful piece of horror, but I'm, I'm talking about the one that was set in the eighties. Oh it was yeah. Like yeah. Their VHS uh, security system, which nobody had. I don't, they, I'm not sure that that existed in the eighties. I, I don't, nobody had a VHS security system except for maybe like a, I don't bank back then. Sure. But uh, anyway, Spyglass media kicking around the idea of doing another screen movie. There's no data on this one. No word, whether it be a reboot or sequel, but that's uh happening do you think that we're maybe a little spoiled now you know it's like we we get movies or we've gotten movies especially this past year you know when it comes to us Mm -hmm. it comes to midsummer you know it's it's all these movies with just this different you know a different feel right um and i i I think we're a little spoiled when it comes to that but i think hollywood just really there could be they're so capitalizing on the success of what horror is having right now right 
You know, it mm-hmm. was the number one uh, box office horror movie of all time, you know, and then you've got so much success with Jordan Peele and uh, Ari Aster and David Eggers and all these guys that are just coming up with these new ideas. Like, okay, well, let's capitalize on the horror genre now. Right. Well, and, and that could be, I mean, maybe I'm just, I am spoiled by things like Midsummer and stuff. It, it, horror has a long history of, you know, repetition and copycatting and stuff. So how many sequels were there to uh, Friday the 13th, you know, and, uh, and Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, they rehashed that to, to death. Right. And, well, and you're right. I, so, I, I, so I maybe, think... maybe, maybe I should just expect it in the horror genre that, that we're going to get reboots and sequels and there's going to be new movies and they're just going to come out and they're not going to have a new idea is going to be far few and far between in, in, in the genre. Maybe I am spoiled by things like uh, midsummer and yeah. And I, I get the money grab of sequels, but to yeah. reboot a movie like that, it's just like, why, you know, I mean, that's, that's my point. <laughs> not, uh, I, I don't know what they're trying to do there now with this scream thing. I don't, I don't know if it's a reboot or, or what, and I don't remember what uh, paranormal activity was, but if, if it's a sequel to paranormal activity, I, first of all, it doesn't need a reboot. The original no. is, is what still one of the best horror movies ever, in my opinion. Right. Um, and, and I just, I don't know how you re- rehash that again with finding more footage and, and tell any more of that story. But, you know, maybe I should just expect it in the horror genre because they've been doing it for years. And, you know, th- this is how we get uh, things like, you know, Halloween six, though. You know, where, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I guess but, you know, rehashing and rebooting are also how we get things like the last Halloween movie, which was really fantastic. But you that's know, a that sequel. Really, it's not it a- is a sequel, but. You know, it's, if they hadn't rebooted it, I might have grown when when I heard that after watching like uh, Halloween Six and and H two O and going through all of that, and, and then saying, you know, what else is there to do in this? And they really did come up with something pretty great, right? And original. And yeah, I get it, and it's inferior when, when you're doing a sequel. But but I'm going to go back to a podcast that we recently did is the Rob Zombie reboot of Halloween. Yeah. We tore that thing apart, and I don't even want to do the sequel to that because it was no. even worse. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know. Well, I guess we should expect this in the horror genre, and it's it's just going to happen. But and we I shouldn't complain so much about it because sometimes good things do come out of these. But uh, yeah, it uh, few it's, far between. It's more exciting to hear about an original idea or something new from. Uh, like I'm much more excited about uh, I don't know uh, Jordan Peele's next movie than. Uh, than anything which will like be so. Candyman. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's a Ruby Ruby. Never mind. Uh, that 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 was. Uh, I take that back. But no, I am excited about that actually. Yeah. Because I think he's going to put an original spin. I'm excited about the Saw sequel. You know, I think that looks like it's going to be an original take on that. You know, the one with uh, Chris Rock. So, uh, I, I mean, these can be done well and they can do be done poorly. And I guess I shouldn't just come down on the on the idea of a uh, re- reboot or or a uh, or a sequel because it uh, it's been done poorly before. But right. So I guess we'll see. We're really delaying the inevitable here. We got to talk about this. Thing. There's one more thing. Though, <laughs> okay. Is that I did see the first trailer for the Invisible Man coming out. In oh February. yeah, I saw that it was out. I didn't get to watch the whole trailer. Uh, Elizabeth Moss is in it. Okay. Looks pretty frightening. I heard it did. I heard it was looked looked pretty good. Yep. Yeah. It. Uh, uh, not much more to say to it, but yeah. it's got me intrigued for sure. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. I uh, I saw that it was out. I didn't get to watch the whole thing yet. So all right, well we can't do. That <sighs> Look, I don't have any horror movie trivia for this. I really searched to find something. Oh, I've got one. <laughs> oh, you do. All right. Well, so so we can delay a little bit more. No, uh, go ahead. David A. Pryor, our director of 
Killer Workout from 1987 released a total of three films that year. Oh, really? Including wow. Killer Workout slash Aerobicide. What were the two other ones? Hmm. You may I, have heard of these two. I have no idea. They're Do very tell. obscure, but I've, I've actually heard okay. of them. I don't know if I've watched them. Okay. Deadly Prey. Okay. And Man Killers. Man a, Killers. Yeah, it's know. a female vigilante. And the oh. Deadly Prey is a blonde guy that's like a ex- um, uh, like like an ex soldier okay. that, that went to uh, Vietnam and okay. has PTSD, but just ends up going on a rampage. Oh, okay, hmm, interesting. So like, he was uh, a busy boy that year, I guess. <laughs> if they were on Cinemax or HBO in the eighties, I probably saw them. So. <laughs> they were actually, yeah, yeah. So all right, so Killer Workout. This is not the first time I've seen this movie, and it, it, I guess one thing I can say about Killer Workout or Aerobicide, I guess, is known as in the UK. Mm-hmm. Is that it? It's stuck in my mind. Yeah, it certainly made an impression, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a movie I remember. Uh, I think the best thing about Killer Workout is that it's free on Prime. It is free on Prime, <laughs> so we didn't have to pay to watch it. <laughs> well, we had to, didn't have to pay any more than we already would have to uh, watch it. That that I think it, it was it was really great. Have you heard of this podcast? How did it get made? No, I really think they need to do that on this flick because I'd <laughs> like to know what what was behind you know. This movie now in the eighties, uh, I remember aerobics was a big trend. It was like a huge fad. It started in like probably eighty two. Mm-hmm. Jane Fonda was a, a big uh, seller. She had a she kind of reinvented herself after you know uh, that whole Vietnam uh, thing where yeah. she had really kind of destroyed her own brand. Uh, you know what's funny about that is that my mom had the VHS tapes, the uh, the Jane Fonda workouts. So my mom had, uh, I believe cassette tapes so like audio cassettes of, of oh, wow. Jane Fonda and I want to say she had a record <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it worked very well because you jumped up and down and the record like needle bounced I, I remember that Yeah, but uh, I, I know she had some cassette tapes Jane Fonda uh, work out I, I don't think my dad was real happy about that he's a Vietnam veteran so yeah. but, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's for another so, podcast that's a different podcast that's a whole different thing but this was a big thing in in the 80s you know it's kind of like crossfit now it was a workout trend that people uh people were into and i don't know i i think they still have aerobics classes at the well, y yeah, and stuff it's, 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 it's kind different. of evolved i mean you got zumba you got right. those spin classes whatever so yeah. here's the synopsis two years ago yeah. a young woman named valerie was burned after entering a tanning salon now her twin sister Rhonda runs a local gym where all of a sudden people are being murdered right mm-hmm Killer workout from 1987. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so another thing I say I'll say about this is, and, and, and well, I guess and, uh, before that, I, there's a lot of horror movies that capitalize on like a trend. Sure. Okay. So, uh, like, there's a movie right now that I think I heard it's pretty good called Escape Room. And there's kind of, you know, there's these escape rooms where you could go and you, it's like a puzzle that you go through or whatever. They try to solve the game. Yeah, try to solve the room. Well, they made a horror movie about that, right? So, Mm -hmm. and they do this a lot. Like they take a trend and they like try to make, make some horror movie out of it, right? And that's, that's not uh, special or unique to the genre. And I think this is one of the things that they were trying to do here. Uh, Another thing I'll say about this, I watch this, I think we both watch this for free on Prime. We did. The Prime, uh, it, it, the Prime, copy obviously is a transfer from vhs (laughs) 
mean, it's got tracking issues. I was looking for the tracking button. I'm like, there's no tracking on Prime. This is, this is digital. This is a streaming yeah, well, service. How does this no happen? Yeah, I don't have a tracking button here. Obviously, it was transferred from VHS, which is probably the only way they could find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess there's a Blu-ray remaster of it from uh, a place called Slasher Video uh, in collaboration with Olive Films. Um, that's according to Wikipedia. Uh, I wouldn't really waste your money. I don't think a remaster is gonna gonna help this film. <laughs> oh, well, we'll we'll get into it with the reviews. I I think this is one of, for me, yeah. this is one of those movies that we are going to review that you don't need to go see this movie. I I'll say this at the beginning is if you enjoy really really poor movies and you just do it for the entertainment of watching a poor movie, yeah. Watch it on Prime. Hey, it's free. Maybe, hey, yeah, maybe you get some beers and some friends. This would be a this would be a fun watch. Good I think, I think that's the way. Yeah, it, it is a. You're going to get some chuckles out of it. That's for sure. There's, uh, there's unintentionally too. Unintentional, <laughs> definitely unintentional. It takes itself seriously. Way too serious. Yeah, uh, and I think we said it's got like the same feel, worse acting, and lesser production value than an episode of Chips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from from the, around the same time. Around too. the same time. Yeah, uh, I used to work at a, uh, work at a gym. And I don't know, I, I started working at, this was in 1987, so I started working at gyms probably six years after this came out, uh, and I think they missed a real opportunity because gyms are such weird places with such a weird culture that they are really ripe for a horror movie, and just like all the other things that had potential, uh, this movie had potential for, I, I think they really blew it with that, because it just didn't, it didn't capitalize on any kind of, there's so many, like, gym uh, tropes and got people in the way people in gyms are and stuff that they could have worked with here. Yeah. So anyway, I guess we have to get into it. It, it starts with this uh, tanning bed death. Yes, it so, does. Uh, apparently is Rhonda's sister. You, you're like Valerie. Valerie. So basically what happens, it starts out it, like the, the score of this is so cheesy. It's like a sped up, you know, like, like mm-hmm. the music to Halloween mm-hmm. sped up eighties upbeat, electronica type yep. music uh first character you're introduced to is valerie yeah uh mm-hmm. she's getting home she's <laughs> i love the 80s stuff that they oh, had that's in there. right she yeah that that was yeah you're right uh, yeah. The, the answering machine and the, the microwave machine. and everything oh yeah she gets a call saying that she's getting the cover of cosmo magazine so you know she's all excited i don't know if you notice this but you never see her face or you don't see her co- entire face you see her mouth or the side mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, did, I did notice that, that they were not showing, uh, really revealing her identity to you at all in that no, scene. No, not really. You know, I had the right. big hair of, of the 80s. Yeah. Yep. So she goes to this uh, tanning salon, jumps in a tanning bed. Um, it was okay. I <laughs> I looked at it because yeah. it malfunctioned and there was yeah. these flames. And for some reason that there was no employees there that came in and saved her. <laughs> no, of course. This is not the only tanning bed death I've ever seen. There's a There's a... There's been uh, several depictions of tanning bed deaths. You ever seen Final <laughs> the, Destination? Yes, Final Destination is one is exactly the one I'm thinking of, uh, I, and, and that's not the only one either. Um, as far as tanning bed deaths go, I thought this one was. There must be. I mean, I think I, I guess it plays into the whole claustrophobia thing. Maybe I, I don't know. Not really, because the way it was, the way it was kind of built. That's what I'm saying. Like right there, where it's just like how did it locked in there? Well, I'm saying like the the idea of dying in a tanning bed must must be scary to somebody because I've seen it depicted in in several movies. But yeah, it's like claustrophobic or whatever. And they didn't do a good job of that either in this movie. It really wasn't. It didn't give me any kind of. uh, uh, In fact, I went tanned in uh, into a tanning bed 
just this week. So looking pretty dark here, Andy. <laughs> right? No, I'm really not. I just you know when it gets dark at four o'clock, I have to get vitamin D somehow. So <laughs> that's true. Anyway, after this tanning to Beth, there's an extended aerobics scene, which I would, uh, there's a scene that shows an aerobics class, which I would, uh, I think I would call it uh, inappropriately filmed. It's, yeah, it's, it's filmed from some angles that are, that you would not, uh, that, that if you actually stood in those places when you were in an aerobics class, I think you'd get arrested. Oh, absolutely. I felt so dirty and voyeuristic <laughs> watching these it, scenes. It, it, and and, it, and it, that's not even good. Like, I get like a voyeur, I get like a TNA movie or softcore, you know? Sure. There's value to that. So if this was like something, t- but it wasn't even titillating, you know? No. It wasn't hot enough. It was just like dirty. Yeah. yeah I, I felt dirty <laughs> watching. I'm just like, there was and, no nudity, but yeah, it was dirty. I mean, these, these girls are wearing skimpy outfits it's workout outfits it's like wearing yoga pants or whatever Mm -hmm. but it was like there was eight of these scenes throughout the movie so it was like it would be a scene and then your little jazzercise workout right Mm -hmm. scene and then another scene and then i counted eight of them i was just like that's ridiculous and they were all exactly the same (laughs) they were yeah all very inappropriately filmed there's you know shooting as as women do these like scissors type moves with their legs, you're looking right up in into there. Yeah, twerking and stuff. Oh, I guess boy. before it was called twerking. Yeah. So anyway, we get one of these scenes, the first of eight, uh, which I think is is where. The, so the soundtrack in this movie uh, was apparently released on vinyl, but uh, very limited uh, edition of it. <laughs> and I can't find it. And like, I would buy it if I could find it on eBay or something. But you can't find a copy of it. But uh, so they were going to release the this uh, as a soundtrack. Really. Uh, and they prepared, you know. Uh, I think there's like 12 songs on it. One of them is Aerobicide, where it, which has the uh, lyric "Working out until you die." Yeah. <laughs> and, um, the theme, the theme song to this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was it's a special song too. So the I mean the soundtrack is it's one of these movies where the soundtrack is almost better than the movie. I mean, it actually has some sort of value, like uh, as a look into 80s electronic uh, workout music or whatever you want to say. But anyway, after this extended rogue scene, we uh, we get a look at Jimmy, who's... Um, the creeper. Yeah, he's a creeper. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a... I don't, I don't remember what, what exactly he does that's creepy in that scene. I just have... He uh, just sits... He, in every single dance scene that he's in, or, yeah. or when they're doing the workout scene, he just sits there and he's got one... One eyebrow cocked yeah, up, that's and he's it. like he's staring at. He's uh, just staring very mm-hmm. creepily at yeah. these women, and yep. like every time they get done, he's like, "Hey, yeah. how you doing? You want to go out tonight?" <laughs> that hey, is exactly what you happens there. Yeah. You want to go out tonight? Yeah, we we're introduced to Rhonda. It's called Rhonda's workout. Yeah. that's what the gym's called. So this is the mm-hmm. twin sister of Valerie who apparently died mm-hmm. um, because we haven't heard from her. Um, Jamie. Is yeah, her Jamie. assistant? I think that's who Jimmy is looking at in this scene, and that's who he asks. No, she, right? She, he's looking at Rhonda. Oh, he was looking at Rhonda. because okay. Jamie was late. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, she, right. She missed that's the entire right, because, class. So, so Rhonda's leading the class yeah. here, and then uh, Jamie shows up and Rhonda and takes over for that's right because because she uh, scolds her too in her office a little later on. And yeah, Jamie's a little right. promiscuous because yeah. she gets yeah. out of her Porsche 911. Yeah, her her purse spills over and she's got a bunch of condoms in there yeah, that's right put, puts them back in there <laughs> that's right um yeah so jimmy uh you see him working out very few times he, so mm-hmm. he's just like the gym creeper yeah um this is where the the movie starts messing up at parts where it does the tracking thing oh yeah then we there's tracking problems in this uh, in the uh, amazon 
version. So, uh, <laughs> so I was like, is this transferred from VHS? Well, first of all, the aspect ratio is, you know. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's like an old a CRT TV from, you know, the 90s. So, yeah, you get you got the black bars on the sides of your TV. Did you say Robicide was the title for UK? Uh, apparently so, yeah. Because, yeah, that's what it said for me. It didn't say Killer Workout. It said it's Robicide, Robicide for, the, really? for the title. Oh, really? title okay. sequence, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was a killer workout for me, I thought, but I, I wasn't paying attention that much. Um, well, so this, this is where the killing starts. Yeah, so there's a very mechanical shower scene where this uh, woman is soaping herself up, and yep. kind of, you see her, like, uh, clicking the uh, soap dispenser in the, <laughs> in the shower that you have at a gym, you know? Yeah, sure. There's, I, I don't recall any nudity in this scene, so it's not like it's. Uh, there's a little maybe bit. Maybe there's a tiny the, bit. It's really not. As as she gets killed, maybe. The, oh, you, that could be. Yeah, because yeah, uh, she gets stabbed multiple times, and, and I think then that, she gets stabbed in the neck. Right. And then all of a sudden, you see ketchup come out, and then yeah. as she falls, the camera goes away and comes back, and then you see the blood. Yeah, and it looks like ketchup. Right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You well, tell them what the uh, kill, what the uh, wet weapon. I was gonna is. just yeah, I was exactly. So it's a like big safety pin. <laughs> It's like this large safety pin, which like is flicky ones. Probably, yeah, like like you know, you can close it, and so the killer opens the safety pin up and stabs this uh, poor girl taking a shower in the neck. And I and I want to say this girl had previously said something to uh, somebody about uh, I don't remember what what happened there, but she was she was talking to. Um, the only thing I remember her saying is I th- I think better in the shower, and she goes, "Well, you're going to be thinking a lot or something like that." Nah, I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, yeah, she basically she gets murdered. So then, um, I'm sorry, was it was Jamie who was late to the class? Is yes. That, is that, okay, so Jamie, uh, isn't she? Uh, is she the one who's like in the locker checking out the guy's jock? Yeah. Yeah. And then Rhonda goes, "What are you doing?" Well, and she's totally embarrassed. Yeah. Which I don't know any woman who would do that, but uh, so Rhonda's in in the uh, she's looking at some guy's jock in this locker. There's a rubber hand that comes out of one of the lockers. It's yeah, she goes into joke. the female locker room. Yeah. One of the hands comes. It's like a fake one. I don't know what yeah. that thing's doing there. And all of a sudden, yeah. the body of this woman falls out. At the in, in another locker. locker, this woman's body falls out that it was in the shower. So uh, a cop shows up, Lieutenant Morgan. Lieutenant Morgan. Yes, here is your trope <laughs> of what a you know hard-nosed lieutenant mm-hmm. with the blonde mullet, because almost every dude in this movie has a mullet. Well, this is 87, so this is the beginning of like the big hair era and nice. and i think it went until if i remember correct if you look at my yearbooks it goes until 92 and 93 <laughs> the hair gets uh, a little more sensible but uh there is some big hair in like 90 91 and i think it started in about 97 or 87 that's that sounds about right so these girls are they, they got some big hair this is that's one of the things that I kind of liked about this movie was it really is a good depiction of 80s late 80s style sure you know um Anyway, uh, so the cop starts questioning, and Rhonda is a little belligerent to him. Yeah, she, uh, she's, she's kind of she's very matter of fact, just just irritated by the whole thing, right? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, she she's just like, well, just figure it out, you know. I'm gonna lose members and right, whatever. So there's a knitting needle in this locker, and it belongs to a woman named Diane Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we see another aerobics scene, and there's also dudes lifting in this scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think Jimmy might be lifting. Uh, there's a lot of shots of 80s workout gear. No, Jimmy's not. This is where we get kind of introduced to Chuck. 
Uh, I think he just he shows up in the next scene. No, well, you see him lifting weights. Oh, he is. No, you're right. He's lifting weights in that scene. You're right. Doing the curls. Yeah, he's doing the curls. You're right. So, uh, then uh, yeah, so he he shows up and he's he's going to be working like he's just been hired to the gym. Yeah, right. As a trainer, the other partner that we never meet because Mm -hmm. basically Rhonda. Has this partner to keep has the gym some, open, like right. maybe a, a, a an investor that's giving money to the gym. That's and what it she's seems like, like the manager of it. Um, Chuck is actually, and we find out later, and I'm not giving oh spoiler warning. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess we didn't say that before. We did. We should, uh, we're going to spoil. This movie sucks. I'm sorry. Killer workout for you. Yeah. So. Sorry about that. Um, Chuck the, is actually a private investigator for yeah, this other uh, for this other uh, investor guy. We don't know that at, this, at the time. Neither is Rhonda. So um, he's just going to show up. He's going to be a new employee at the new gym. New employee, just yeah. do Joe jobs around the gym. But, right. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed it, but Chuck hands a piece of paper to Rhonda like, okay, I'm your new employee. Yeah. <laughs> it's blank. Oh, is it really? No. It's from the other it. investor, awesome. but it's completely, I, I went, I had to rewind it and I'm like, that was blank. I'm surprised you were able to see that with the uh, with the I, <laughs> the kind of resolution this had. Well, I, I, I looked really close. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Jimmy is outside. He uh, rolls up in his third gen Fox body Mustang. Yep. Um, and uh, he's Jim, or Chuck's taking out the trash. Yeah, he starts a fight with Chuck. Uh, they have kind of a martial arts boxing battle, and. Uh, some good roundhouse again yeah there was there was i mean again and again this could have like kind of saved the movie if these had been good martial arts scenes but they weren't they weren't so jimmy is apparently some sort of martial artist because he's throwing kicks throughout the movie yeah anyway uh pretty well i think yeah but you know in by 1987 we had van damme and everything these are not good martial arts fights you know um some girl is intrigued by uh uh Chuck wins the fight, mm-hmm. and some girl's very intrigued by this, and uh, gives him a ride back to her house. I guess yeah, takes takes him home. Yeah, yeah. that's how you get hot chicks. Chicks apparently is show some kung fu moves. Parking buddy. lot fights. Yeah, I guess I got to fight more in the parking lot. I'll and be uh, well. I'm married now, so I don't have to. Do <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have employed this method uh, when I was single. I don't know. Yeah. Basically, they have a conversation t- talking about the gym or whatever. Yeah. And, well, uh, she takes him to her house, and they have Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, yes, the old can of Diet Pepsi. <laughs> they, uh, she goes in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. Don't go anywhere. The girl says to Chuck, "Don't go anywhere." Right. There happens to be a phone out there. Yes, a, they, there was a landline phone outside yeah. with its cord. So he basically calls up the other investor. This is where right. you find out he's a private private yeah. investigator, and yeah. says, "Okay, this is you know, there's this guy Jimmy. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's the one causing all the problems." When I think she she talks about Jimmy here too, where she says he likes to tie girls up. And oh, stuff. he does kinky yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, That's he right. He does kinky stuff. He's like a weird guy, and she had. Dated him at one time, I think she says, and, and that's why she broke up with him because he was too, too tying weird. her up and yeah. all this stuff. So anyway, I, I then like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, the uh, yeah, there's good. So he he makes this call in the landline in the yard and um, find it. We do find out that he's a private investigator, which was also a popular thing in the 80s. We had Magnum P.I. at this oh, time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I think uh, I think if I remember right, the fall guy was a private investigator, too. So this is kind of a kind of a trope, a, for the, a trope from the 80s, kind of a thing that was popular to have base shows on. So having a private investigator in there was I don't 
I, I mean, I know a private investigator. Mostly they spend time looking for people who, you know, are pretending to have gotten hurt in accidents and stuff. They don't oh, do, they don't drive around false, in Ferraris. In, uh, yeah, they do stuff like that. I don't, I don't think, I, I know a guy who was a private investigator. I don't think he ever drove a Ferrari. <laughs> or a Porsche <laughs> or an no, or No, not at all. So um, I, I noticed something about this movie is there, they do a very poor job at throwing curveballs at you. Well, it could be mm-hmm. this person, this person, because they go into the next scene and Lieutenant Morgan happens to be there. Diane's our next victim. Yeah, right. So she right. leaves. She flirts with uh, Jimmy a little bit, trying to, you know, get him to go out with her. She goes home. She checks uh, mm-hmm. the, the front desk. Do I have any messages? No. Yeah, she's, it's like some sort of messaging service or yeah. something like that. Do I that have any messages? So like, she's a lonely girl. Because at the be- like when she's first suspected of this with the knitting needle in her uh, locker, they're like, well, she's kind of a loner. She's kind of standoffish. She's always, uh, you know, staring at us weirdly. So Diane gets killed. Lieutenant Morgan just happens to be there. Right. And the killer jumps out of the window like Bruce Lee and enter the dragon. Yeah. They, the, <laughs> the killer goes back to the uh, to, to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. This is where you should really kind of pay attention because you see female hands. Yeah. And then you see a wig drop. Yeah, and they're washing, mm-hmm. washing the, the, the uh, safety pin off. The, you see the wig. And then you're like, okay, there's something going on here. Um and then it goes to what? The, no, the three kids are painting graffiti on yeah, the gym. That, that, it's a, you, somebody spells a robicide on it. Somebody does because, paint a robicide because there, there was there were some murders there. Well, it, now now how many? What's the body count at this point? Is there three or two dead? This is. Uh, I think. I because we, we've only, had. Well, I think there's two. This is the second person who gets murdered at this gym. Right. So, uh, yeah. So they're writing a robicide on the gym. And then all of a sudden, these kids get uh, killed by the safety pin killer. No, but it's a machete this time. Yes. And another has uh, her throat slit. Yeah. Um, A third attempts to escape in her convertible, but that won't start. (laughs) And the killer jumps on the car and... Stabs her in the head with it like this, yeah, machete. Now I thought that was the best kill of the movie. Nah, because, I would agree because mm-hmm. like it, he kept stabbing through and she's trying to move. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And yeah, it, that was hits her right mm-hmm. in the top of the head. That's and I was right. like, oh, that was kind of cool. That that was probably the best kill in the movie, right? So then we have another inappropriately filmed rogues interlude. That, okay, interlude. There you, mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. This is like number four by this <laughs> right. time. There's a guy doing lat pull downs. Oh, uh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, he gets killed by a dumbbell. Yeah, because like basically what happens, he's doing the lat pull down. Yeah. He gets whacked in the head with the bar. And yeah. He's got this gnarly cut on his head and all <laughs> of a sudden right. he kept the gloves with a bar or dumbbell just gets whacked yeah uh so then a guy who comes to check on him he like we need to know that this, the safety pin killer kills him right uh, with, with the right safety in the head pin. just one shot right. in the head and boom he's yeah dead. so not like four what four or five people are dead at this gym yeah. i think i'd, I'd ask for a refund yeah know? but of course that i'd probably get killed by the safety kill pin killer uh, if you ask for a refund i guess <laughs> no ah uh, yeah so i i the the pi chuck um, kind of, it's kind of led to believe that Jimmy is doing something like that, and then he, he kind of he kind of illegally assaults him. That's not Jimmy. He, that's Timmy. Oh, that's that, Timmy. That's his twin brother. What? Yeah. It, 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 seriously, that that's his twin brother. Oh my God! All right. Because, I wasn't because aware of that. what happens is is he has that dream about Jamie. So so Timmy gets beat up by Chuck because Chuck thinks okay. that he he assaulted them. Yeah. Right. But it's actually mm-hmm. his twin brother. 
So he has this dream about Jamie, a sexual dream about her. Yeah. She, he has a dream that she gets her throat cut, yeah, that's and right. then the cops wake him up because he's like knocked out unconscious. Yeah. yeah and okay. then. So that was uh, Jamie. Oh, yeah. So the, co- the, the cops go, hey, wait here a second. Two seconds later, he gets killed. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Um, okay. Okay. You're, you're right. That I guess the. The plot of uh, Killer Workout is just too complex for me. They, and no, it, it's they didn't explain any of this. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know Rhonda. Well, you watched it three times, which I, I can't I believe you watch sat it all through the way this through because I was so I, I was like angry. I can't <laughs> believe you watched this that many times, and I'm oh. sorry you did. Uh, so let's see. Um, then what is Jimmy is. Um, uh, they go to Ron. Yeah, okay, house. so they, they, yeah, they, he has this dream. Uh, then he gets murdered by the safety pin killer. There's another aerobics interlude. Yeah. Uh, then the cop wants to talk to Rhonda. Um, Lieutenant Morgan wants to talk to Rhonda. They have like a meaningless conversation, if I remember. And he, he's wearing a members only jacket. Yeah. At the time. Uh, well, no, what happens first is that Jimmy and, um, Chuck are at, both at Rhonda's house. They're both on opposite sides of the house watching her swim. Yeah, Basically, right. um, okay. Chuck kind of gets the idea that Rhonda may be a part of this. Jimmy yeah. is in love with Rhonda. Yeah. So hey, no, spoiler alert. <laughs> so they get into this fight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rhonda has already gone inside, but they get into another Kung Fu fight. Jimmy and Chuck do. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, and this time when when Chuck is uh, spying on her swimming, he's got a members only jacket on. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty awesome. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy confronts him. They fight again. Uh, it start. This actually starts out being okay, like martial arts fight. Uh, it's it's it reminded me a little bit of They Live in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like it, it but it just like like there's a rake involved. Yeah. Like they're fighting with a rake. Jimmy gets a. He gets a rake right in the lake, right into his leg, right in the lake. Like, like it go, like the tines go all the way into his leg. But somehow, somehow, um, even though he has this grievous leg injury, he does a spinning back kick and Charlie gets beaten. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck gets kicked into the pool. (laughs) He gets kicked Uh, into the pool. Next scene that Morgan and Rhonda are in their house. Mm -hmm. Morgan tells Chuck to leave town. Hey, you know, we've got this covered. We know who you are. So you just leave, need to leave town now so mm-hmm. um you know uh what chuck goes back to the house gets some clothes yeah, that he needs or something he it, no, it, yeah but he also had gone to jimmy's apartment or something right because oh he, he saw so, all those guns. yeah, yeah. The, uh, so lieutenant uh morgan Rhonda, and jimmy are meeting while jimmy's nursing his wounds if i remember right yep and then dawson that's chuck's last name chuck, charles dawson is his name mm-hmm. uh so he's called chuck charlie and dawson at various points in the movie um he's got photos uh, he he reveals that he's got uh these photos he got from jimmy's house and they're all of Rhonda. yes you know and and he makes a point he makes a, a point of saying normal photos so i don't know they're just pictures he's taken over as she's walking walking yeah, or like i guess we're to believe they aren't nudes or something i don't know why that was important but he actually made a point of saying that <laughs> and he said that jimmy's house is plastered with these pictures yeah okay um then Jamie is found hanging in a closet. Yep. Um, or something. Uh, 
and then a member who was about to quit is murdered. <laughs> so like so eight, don't ask for your refund. So you got like man. eight people dead at this gym. I would think that it'd be shut down by now. Oh, you know. Yep. Uh, lieutenant gets called in. Then we have the inter the aerobics interlude with aerobicide. <laughs> that this is the song aerobicide comes in. It's working out till you die. That's my favorite inter, uh, aerobics interlude. Inappropriately filmed as always. Women like spreading their legs and stuff and bending over yeah, and the, right in front the of the camera, camera shots were just yeah they were inappropriate mm-hmm. and and but you know and it, it's one thing if they were inappropriate and hot but that that wasn't even the case they were just inappropriate and dirty voyeuristic so, and dirty really is, yeah and creepy okay so then jimmy tries to run over uh charlie with his uh, fox body mustang Hits from him. the 70s yeah um uh, Charlie shoots at him, but he's hit by the car. And then Jimmy ice picks Charlie. Right in the head. Uh, then, then, this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. There's this like Darth Vader-like scene where you see this uh, like person who's obviously got some uh, scarring that's bald, Burn. putting on a wig. Yep. And it and turns out to be Rhonda. Rhonda. This is where the yep. interaction of... Uh, Morgan and Rhonda are mm-hmm. where where he said he's wearing the members only jacket and he's basically calling her out. Right. I think you're doing this. Yes, and he reveals that he knows that her name is Valerie, mm-hmm. uh, and he, he he puts together that all the victims of the spa are good looking, or that well he puts together that all all of the victims are from the spa, mm-hmm. which. That that was a revelation, you know. Great detective work there, Duh. you know, <laughs> and that they were good looking, um, and then she reveals. That she's made a paper machine. Uh, that, <laughs> that she was that she was burned. <laughs> so she she like pulls her shirt apart and you see her breasts, but they're like covered in paper mache. Or but it's supposed it's to be supposed a burn. to be a burn scar. Okay, I, I it just it, it's a very poorly done special effect. Um, <laughs> At least it was practical. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, well, I'll give them that. This was not CGI. Okay. And, um, so uh. so she uh, she's arrested by Lieutenant Morgan. Lieutenant Morgan uh, now wearing some very sweet blue blockers chases Jimmy. Well, he gets uh, a call that Jimmy's actually the killer, yeah. and he ha- he has that's to right. let, well, the, he has to let Valerie go. Yeah, that's right. So they're in the car. She's she's Rhonda. driving somewhere with him. Yeah, and, yeah. She yeah, was getting her. he was getting ready to take her to the police station. He, she right. puts her hands out and says, uncuff me because I'm not the person. So mm-hmm, exactly. ah, this was my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's wearing these sweet blue blocker shades. He chases Jimmy. Uh, they have a revolver fight. Yeah. And uh, have we been talking about this for 41 minutes? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, John always gives me the time. I can't believe we talked about this. We've got to wrap this up. Uh, tracking is really messed up in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, it turns green. Uh, they sneak around in a concrete yard, waving their revolvers at each other. And then uh, Lieutenant Morgan corners Jimmy, puts a gun up to his face. Uh, but Jimmy overpowers him, uh, kicks him in the face with his super martial arts powers, even though he's got this uh, festering leg wound. And that he can time. run faster than anybody I could ever oh, yeah, see with that yeah. with that uh, rake injury that That's he got. Absolutely, earlier. man. Jimmy shows up at the gym. Uh, concrete factory must have been pretty far away because it's night now and it was day during. The- <laughs> so he ran. He yeah, exactly. Rhonda's taking off her wig. Uh, Jimmy limps in. Uh, he sees her full body all burned. Uh, she somehow has a 44 Magnum in her locker. The biggest gun I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's the dirty, hairy 44 Magnum. Oh, it was. I mean, it is. Uh, and she shoots Jimmy with it. 
Multiple times. It, it, and then he reveals that he did all that red herring stuff for her because he loves her. He and that's, her. yeah, he loved her and he didn't want to go. He knew he was, she was doing it. Uh, obviously, he'd been spying on her and he knew he, she was doing it. He loved her. He didn't want her to get in trouble for it or whatever. Uh, so then uh, Lieutenant Morgan figures out that it is Rhonda. Yes. And, and takes her in the wilderness. She's wearing this like prototype MCA hammer can't touch this outfit. It seems like it's it. like this gold <laughs> outfit. Yeah, He's in it, still like in his members only jacket. Uh, he talks about his father. He gives some long story who, uh, about his father who was a cop who got murdered by uh, Speeder. It's not important. Uh, tracking is really messed up in this part too. They take turns calling each other crazy. Um, he starts waxing on about things, and then she hits him in the head with a shovel while he's uh, being introspective. What 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 his dad did in a short yeah. version yeah. Uh, is he took vigilante justice on a serial mm-hmm. killer that got out uh, because of a technicality, and ended up burying him where he took her. Yeah, in the woods. So he planned on doing the same thing to Rhonda Killer, bury yeah. her, done and over with. Exactly. He ends up. She ends up getting the uh, the the shovel. shovel. Uh, apparently killing him. Yeah. She presumably kills him, buries him up there. I'm assuming that's what's supposed to happen. Somehow her gym is still in business despite all this murder. <laughs> There's uh, even more members now. Then we see, yes, exactly. She has the big safety pin in a shocker that's up there with like the Sixth Sense or Crying Game. She reveals she was the killer the whole time. Well, we didn't know that. <laughs> she had to go in there and get a set of keys and she grabs yeah, the, she safety grabs the safety pin. She looks and right at the camera. It's a big reveal. It's a big yeah. smile. So. End credits are interspersed with other inappropriately filmed aerobics lessons. Uh, More of that. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah. So then that's the, basically the end of the movie. Oh, okay. Like I said for <laughs> at the beginning of this is um, unless you love really bad movies and you want to challenge yeah. yourself to get through one, go ahead and watch this. But Andy, I'm going to give this the big old goose egg. Really? Zero. Zero. Wow. Okay. Okay, so this movie does nothing well. It's not a good TNA movie, which I can appreciate. You know, if this was like the 80s aerobic horror version of Porky's, I'd give it, uh, it okay, I could get into it, but it's not. Nope. Uh, I can appreciate sarg- softcore, R-rated movies that are mostly just about nudity and sex. I can, th- those have their place. And if this was a good titillating movie, it would have a lot more value, but it's not. Like the the scenes that are supposed to be sexy aren't sexy. Nope. It's not like, and there's there's really not a lot of nudity in it that isn't, you know, someone getting stabbed while they're naked or something. Uh, there's just, it, and it doesn't do it. The fights aren't, the martial arts fights that are in it they are suck. not good. They're not, they're bad. They suck. Uh, I, I mean, I, and, and, but the concept has some merit. I think I could like rewrite and reshoot this movie and have a decent low budget action horror softcore film, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Maybe I'll write a fitness-themed horror novel or something inspired by this, but uh, I feel this concept could have been done so much better. I'm going to give it a star, though, because it really is memorable <laughs> just for how bad it is, and it, it's it's an interesting look at that culture in the 80s, like a, uh, the aerobics culture, which, you know, there's a couple other movies like that. I think John Travolta is in one. And is in it's Pat- all perfect with yes. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, exactly. So uh, it's an interesting look at that particular, I don't know, fad or whatever. Um, but other, it, otherwise, it just doesn't do anything well. It, it re- and it, it's an interesting look at culture in the late 80s. But it, So I'm going to give it a star for that and for the concept. Because I think it's a good concept that could have been done better. 
And I, obvi- obviously, I remembered it. I watched it, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, and I, I still remember this movie. So I, I think this movie is completely forgettable. I, I seriously do. <laughs> I There's nothing about it that really, really stuck out to me. No, that it was it's just not. like. Because, Andy, I, I watched it three times, but I didn't get I all the way through it. watched it three times. I, I, I got through, like, the first yeah. quarter of it the first time. The second time, I got most of the way through it. And then last night, I had to watch it again and go, okay, just power through this, dude. <laughs> right. Just give no, yourself a break it. to go drink a beer or no, something it's, like it's, that. It's not even a good, bad movie. So, no, uh, and, and the worst part about it is that, at least with these slasher flicks back in the 80s, is that mm-hmm. they're aware this is going to be campy. The yeah, idea right. of campy is to have some levity to it that mm-hmm. it's going to be funny. No, this and this takes that, itself totally seriously. Way too seriously. And Absolutely. It, it's, it, it's like unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> it, it really is because of that, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So I think I think you could have some fun with this if you got some guys together, had some beers and and and, and women too. I mean, it's not exclusively male. I mean, it, it's a, I don't know. I, 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 I hate to say any film is worthless because, uh, you know, people have said that about like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and this is never going to evolve into some kind of uh, something like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nobody's ever going to look at Killer Workout and be like, actually, you know, this is an underappreciated piece of art. That, but it, it, I, I can't say it's worthless. I, I think it's it, it. Certain people might find entertainment value in giving it a watch. I, and I said that. I mean, if you yeah. if you want to have fun with it, that's fine. Uh, it's unintentionally fun, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. And it's and like I said, it's it should be a good like TNA movie. I think it's marketed as that, but it's it's not. It's no, it's really not hot. hot. It's not titillating. There's it, not it, a lot of good gore. There's in really it. no the nudity. Are, there's no good eh. gore. The kills are yeah. It, it's it's a interesting concept. I guess. Sure. So that's that's it. Well, coming up next week, we are gearing up for Thanksgiving Into the Dark. Uh, that that series on Hulu has a one called Pilgrim, which is has to do with pilgrims. Mm-hmm. And then yes. uh, we'll go next the following week. Thanks killing. And thanks to our buddy uh, Bob out at uh, Straight Chilling. He's from Jacksonville. We're watching the Jacksonville Thanksgiving Horror Blood Rage. Yeah. Look forward to that. And then we get into the holiday season. Hey, don't forget to. Uh, Rate, review, and follow wherever you're listening to the podcast. Uh, we want to get this out here, out to as many people as we can. Don't forget to go uh, follow us on Instagram. And uh, anything else, Andy? I, I think we've talked enough about this. We need to cut it off. <laughs> I, I think we got to go. We're at 50 minutes. <laughs> Jeez, Everybody have a terrible. great weekend. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>